Good morning, uh, I'm glad you're here. Oh, I have to introduce myself, do I? Ladies and gentlemen, it is with the greatest pleasure that I present Fire Radio. What? Check this out. What you are listening to is This damn fire! Fire! While I did value prayer, I had neglected intentionality with prayer, being strategic in prayer, actually trying to detect where you see the enemy's fingerprints at, um, at kind of his handiwork meddling in your life, um, where you anticipate he might want to take advantage of a weakness or a, or a, a bit of divisiveness. Um, and just being mindful of that so that when we pray, we're not just randomly saying words that we've heard all along or yeah. words that we've kind of memorized along the way or words that are comfortable to us, but we're actually, um, praying in a way that is targeted. It's kind of exactly what you described a few moments, doing the work to find the promises of God that actually apply in areas that we intentional yeah. prayer yeah. Right. Um, and then writing it down. Sometimes we need to write our prayers down only because it keeps us focused. It reminds us what we're praying about, you yes. know? Mm -hmm. So when it's posted there in that war room and you come back in there day after day, you're reminded this is your prayer. This is where you're focusing your, um, your prayer life on. And, and until I see an answer, yeah. I'm going to keep praying this prayer. Yeah. It also gives you a great track record with God mm. because then when God does answer, you can see that date at the mm. top of that page of when you started praying mm. that mm. and then you'll be able to put a date down of when God answered, however in his sovereignty he chose to. Mm. What a great track record, not just for you, but your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren to see how grandmama or uh, grandpa yeah. prayed and believed that God would answer. Wow. I think that thing I loved about, uh, or you know, even the prayer, because in Ephesians 6, it talks about the armor, you know, which we're familiar with, but then it, prayer is Verse the 18. weapon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kicks into, yeah. after that sword, it it's Goes prayer. right to prayer. And it's not the 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 prayer that's, oh God, why, you know, the whining. I mean, you can do that for a minute because maybe we all need to whine for a minute. <laughs> the complaining side of right. it. You can't complain to God because honestly, the Psalms, David complained yeah, for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he went, he yeah. went on a journey with God. He, yeah. he was intimate and real with his yeah. pain and agony before God. And but then so, there's got to be a rising up. Then there has point. to be a point where you, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. So at yeah. some point, yes, do the complaining, but at some point you have to begin speaking the truth Right. Uh, what God has to say about your marriage, about your health, and about your family, about reconciliation. I just remember even that for me with um, just some situations and, you know, family and extended family that was hard. It was so hard. And, and I remember moments of, you know, the complaining before God, because of course I was perfect and they were the problem. Well, everybody else <laughs> needs to change. Yeah, if they would, yeah. it would really help out my life. Totally. Um, then, but so I, you know, complained, but then I started you know, talking about pulling out the scriptures that talked about unity and reconciliation and, and together and faithfulness and just declaring that. And I've seen God do what only he could do yeah. in the lives of people. I mean, I saw it in my health, but I have also seen it in relationships with people. And so I just think that, that if, if people understood more about the power you know, some people say, well, all I can do is pray. No, no, that's not all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing to do. That's the right? thing. Is, is right. 2 um, Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, right, who are called by my yeah. name, humble themselves and pray. Yeah. Right, then he's going to heal our land. We're too busy complaining about yeah. our land and our government and all that's happening. It's like, well, you can complain. But or, if you prayed as much as you complained, maybe we would see right. something different. And you know what? If I were your enemy... 
What I want to do is devalue in your mind the potency of what I know to be the most powerful weapon you yes. have against me. So he's made our churches focus on being a house of great programs or a house of great preaching and a house of great singing when they're supposed to be a house of prayer because it's the prayer that pushes back the kingdom yeah. of darkness. Mm -hmm. So if I were the enemy, that's exactly yeah. what I'd do. I'd devalue what I knew yep. was the most potent weapon that you had in your arsenal against me. Yeah. So we do everything first except that pray. Pray. And so for you uh, personally, so how do you, when do you, when do you pray? Are you yeah. a late at night person? Are you the middle of the day person? Are you? Well, I got to tell you, first of all, lest anyone think that my life is, you know, I'm up on a mountaintop praying and speaking with God all yes, day. Morning. Yeah, that's right. Um, my life is very much like everybody else's. Yep. That it's kids just laundries and, laundry and kids. And right. it's kind of that thing where, you know, once your feet hit the floor mm -hmm. in the morning, it's over. It's oh, just yeah. full on for the rest of the day, right? Yeah. And so um, I have this ongoing, uh, actually, part of my prayer is, Lord, would you continue to help me to prioritize this yes. in my life? Because it can that's so good. easily kind of get pushed off of the yeah, that, that position of priority. Yeah. So I just say, Lord, I need you to stir. I don't want to manufacture passion. I want you to stir in me a passion to where I don't want to go a day mm. without prioritizing prayer and then hearing back yes. from you, listening to you through the scriptures. And so I try to do that in the morning because it seems like that's the best time. If I wait till the end of the day, I'm, it, it ain't gonna happen. No, you know, that's the same with me. Like, no, if I don't, if the morning, if I if it doesn't happen then, yeah. then it just gets. It's like if it doesn't happen just the very first yeah. I know. Morning. Then, then it once you get going, it's it's so true. Go. Yeah. But I will say, I learned a bit from Brother Lawrence, that you know, age-old saint from that book, yes. practicing the presence of God, um, that really just gives us freedom, lifts that burden off of us of feeling like if we don't have an hour to spend with the Lord at the beginning of the day, yeah. that it's a waste of time to practice God's presence all day long. Yes. So. My kids are a little bit older now, but I went through a season four, five, six years there where I would just write down scripture verse on a three by five card, the same one on five different cards maybe. And I'd put one on the bathroom mirror where I'd be washing little hands all day, one where I was going to be doing the dishes, one where I was folding clothes, one near the sandbox outside. And I just would have the same verse for like two weeks. So everywhere I went, I was just running into this verse. And by the time I got to the end of the day, not only had me and the Lord talked about this one verse a lot, not only was it inscribed on my heart, but it became God's word to me. It became yeah. um, something that really, there was life in it. It wasn't just a verse I'd learned. Mm -hmm. There was life in it because me and God had been talking all day yeah. long for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. about the sentiments that he'd um, inscribed in this, in this passage of scripture. Right. So I think that idea of practicing the presence of God yeah. Um, it takes that guilt off of I didn't have my quiet time and right. it didn't look like this and it didn't fit in a comfortable little box. Well, look, do it however you got to do it. Right. Practice his presence all day long. How do we do that? Well, number one, by being creative with how you can feed yourself on his word. So my sister, five kids, she's got this little clip on her dashboard. She'll do the same thing, write a three by five card down with scripture and she puts it in that clip. And so, you know, running errands for two hours every day, trying to get kids to soccer practice and everything. She's just running face to face, um, in face to face with this, mm. with this verse over and over throughout the scriptures. When things come up in the middle of the day that are problems you might call a girlfriend about, you might, you can still call her, but also, Pray. Call on God. Yeah. yeah. Just ask him about it. Ask him about what scripture verse applies to this particular uh, circumstance. How would he want to lead and guide you? And you'll be amazed how you'll begin to see the encounters that you have, the circumstances that align, the little beckonings and convictions of God's spirit, how they all begin to work together to help you to, to realize you actually are hearing God's voice yeah. and seeing his providence as he steers you in the direction of his will for your yeah. life.
Thank you. 
Hi there, thank you for listening to this song. Please join us on our Facebook music page and our YouTube channel. We hope you have a great day.